0: Baby, get wait a minute, baby. wait a minute. This wait wait This is a this, Christian this show. You know, it's so much that are going on in the church now to when now it's starting to look like a 10X church. Yeah.
1: My God. My God.
0: Who is the CFO of the house?
2: I am. Ready? <laughs>
0: Well,
2: the
1: greens. This is <laughs> interesting. Um, oh, Kelsey, you were on our side. I, I hate to have to go with the women on this, cause I ride with the fellas. But I don't know, Chris. I don't know if I can coach. I love-
2: on y'all this is chris Robinson, man we coming with y'all with the new episode man we miss y'all so much man it's been a long time coming i got my my yeah, host yeah. right here the tavia we're gonna bring that fire to y'all with game night tonight and man we're just looking forward to it man y'all know what it is millennial speak go ahead tell let them know what it is
0: Yes, like he said, we're excited to see you guys. We've been gone for so long, but we hope you guys enjoy this episode. We thank you for tuning in tonight. So let's get into it. We have our good friends, Alice and Kelton. We all love them. We all love to be on, you know, on the show with them. So I'm going to bring them in, and we're going to get started. You want to talk about the game we're playing?
2: Yeah. So, y'all, this game is going to be who is most likely to so, pretty much, it's going to be like, you know what I'm saying, a uh, women, men, Christian, unbeliever type of game where we're going to see, like, who's most likely to do this. I mean, the whole purpose of this game, man, is really to have fun and show um, that pretty much you can still live lit with God in your life, man. So, uh, yes. just kind of relax, lay back, man, just have a good time. Y'all going to laugh because mm-hmm. y'all know I'm coming with the funniness, you know what I mean? So, uh, y'all just stay tuned to see That's how this crazy, on, on,
0: on. Man. Most definitely. <laughs> All right, let's bring them in. All right. What's up, Kelton? <laughs> What's going
1: on? What's going on? Hey, I'm glad to be back.
0: Hey, sis. It's okay, then. What's up? Hey. Well, everybody knows you guys, so we don't need to do a formal introduction. We're just glad you guys are joining us back on Millennial Speaks again for another amazing episode. <laughs> we talked them about the man, game already. Man. We talked them about the game already, and. I'm excited. Y'all ready?
1: Absolutely, I'm ready.
0: Okay. Y'all got your question? Oh yeah. Hey,
1: the let's men go. coming with it. The men are coming with. We are. It. No, let's, you go. Don't know about that. let's go. Let's, let's go.
0: So to be a little different, it's not going to be me and Chris just like interviewing them. We're all going to play this game. We're all asking questions, having good conversations. So let's get into it because I'm ready. I'm ready to get them and boot them off. So hey, listen, I'm
2: going to say this, y'all. For the ones watching, y'all give me the hearts, the lights. Y'all give everybody love. Y'all know mm-hmm. I'm going to bring them spicy questions. I ain't going to bring them little water pre-K, kindergarten questions. I'm coming with right. that heat.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like Come Chris on. Brown said, I'm bringing that heat.
1: Okay, Oh, yeah, we got, got the heat. I don't know what the ladies got, but we got the heat.
0: Oh, we got the heat. Go <laughs> All right. Let's All go. right. So, we're going to start with Chris, and then we'll just go around and just Jump on in there when y'all ready.
2: So y'all know what? I'm, I'm coming out the gate. So who's most likely to cheat in a relationship?
0: Men. 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 I'm with Kelton.
2: Nah, I ain't going for that. I, I, I think, I'm going to say this. I think women are most likely to cheat. Reason being, because I think they're more sneaky. Um, I think they're better uh, at hiding certain things. And I also feel like, you know what I'm saying, because um they hold the power of virtue, um, from their holy place, I think most people are more inclined to, uh, you know, help them cheat. Other men will help them cheat. So I think women, most definitely, y- y'all are sneaky.
1: I don't know, bro. I mean, yes, I do agree with you that women are definitely more, you know, uh, mischievous and they know how to hide it better. Okay. And uh women are smarter than men in that aspect. I ain't gonna lie. I think women know how to hide it better than men.
2: Most definitely. But
1: but I am going to say I think men are more prone and more likely to slide out, you know, yeah, like on their on their like... spouse or their girlfriend you know, before a, a woman will. I think a woman gotta get pushed to that level, you know what I mean? I think, oh. I think a woman gotta get pushed there. I think a man can just like on a drop of a dime. You know, just be like, oh, she fine. Let me try to talk to her. Or you know I agree. Well, oh, she made me mad today, so I'm finna hop in somebody's DM. Somebody and like, I
0: think women brother. would emotionally cheat before they ever physically cheat. Physically fat. cheat. Fat. Fat. <laughs>
1: so, which is worse in my opinion, though. We get
0: yeah, because once you form an emotional connection with somebody, mm-hmm. pretty much. I,
1: right don't do. I think that's why the men why we get hurt worse than women sometimes because <laughs> Like, we're really mad that you went and, like, you telling this man how much you, you know, got this connection with him and all this. Y'all have an in-depth conversation. Wow. Like, I probably would have been a little, you know, I probably could have took the kissing a little better than this.
2: You know I'm so disappointed at y'all, on the level of spiritual simpness that y'all are spewing <laughs> out of y'all mouths. That's you are not true. going to act like women. Now, if the question was, who is the most dumbest cheater? then okay. absolutely, Kelton would be correct.
0: Okay. But women... So y'all are the ones to most likely to cheat as no, well. Not. No, Yes, you are. Women are most likely
2: to cheat because you will put your side dude name under your mama contact. You'll put your side dude name under your best mm-hmm. friend contact. And the thing is, you see, I see. I'm not going to let this spiritual simp spirit...
0: This per- is the same person, y'all. Let me bring it back to your remembrance. This is I the same bet. person who said he was given... How many points it was just based off looks alone?
1: Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she got you on that one, bro. You, know bro, why? you didn't saying saying say that. Tweet, you bro. So, say that, bro.
0: Because press
2: down, shake it together, and men are <laughs> showing your bosom. So, I was giving you a rating that was uh, multiplied times two. So, really, it's a 3.5. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> The math is well, I know.
2: What math. I, I don't know what kind of <laughs> math <class this laughs> is.
0: Just stop. All right. I got a good one. All
1: right. Let's go.
0: Who's most likely to run back to their mother when things get a little iffy in the relationship?
2: Oh. I'm going to say
1: Detavia. Let me flip it around.
2: <laughs> Tavia, you are good. You look like you're going to be good for that. Mom, so what should I do? Ain't nobody
0: said supposed to call out people's names. Oh, I,
2: well, I'm letting them yeah. you know. Y'all, it's Detavia. So if y'all think about in inbox, don't. That's first off. But second of all, if you make it past the inbox and y'all get in the relationship, she's like, Mom... He said that my baked beans was nasty. Like, what should I do? hmm And mm-hmm. yes. You, know, you know, but this is the
1: thing. This is gotta, the thing. I gotta agree. I gotta agree. Not that you me. I'm just saying women in general. <laughs>
2: because you know, some women are emotional. You know what I'm saying? They have to get they, they, they like to express themselves emotionally. Most men, we're not mm-hmm. as emotional as we should be. So we're less likely to go and express to somebody some difficulty in our relationship from a man's perspective. But women, y'all have to tell y'all girlfriend is in the girlfriend chat, y'all sister, y'all niece, y'all
1: God, baby, then your mama, your grandma. Y'all tell everybody. Y'all will.
2: Just tell, just tell the whole world, huh? Yeah.
0: What you think, Alice? <clears throat> see, so this is what I will say. I believe that if we go general women, if we go with men, it would be mama's boys. So it depends on where the relationship is with the man and his mother. what because I was thinking. I was I've, thinking I've dealt with and have friends who have dealt with mama's boys who will go to their mother about everything and that spoils people's relationships. So I think if we go from that perspective, I would say men, but in the general case, I will say women, we have the tendency to feel like we have to run um, to our mothers. And as Chris said, I think to everyone who will listen sometimes, and that's our downfall. And that's why a lot of relationships don't end up working because you're telling everybody, but your partner, but expecting a relationship to work, so.
2: Kyrsten, you seeing what she did right now? I see, see, see the, how she, the she, the she hit a but move. I'm about, I'm about to show y'all something. You see how they take a little bit of accountability. It's like, and it's then like,
1: like, like kind of yeah, like how gonna, she just kind of yeah, moved it women, a little bit.
2: But we got a random man. It's some men. Too. <laughs> it ain't gonna never be all the women. Let me tell y'all right now. I'm give y'all a disclaimer right now. Out it Ain't gonna never be all the women. No, nope. the women ain't gonna take not one piece of all the accountability. It's gonna. I be, agree with that, brother. It's gonna be
0: like.
1: It's you know, saying saying in general because like no. because i'm telling you a woman is going to find a way she she did it I was smooth hey. they they I told you they are much more Crafted in men, yes, sir. So they know how to kind of make it sound a certain way, <laughs> like and, and, and make it and make you feel like, oh, that you know what that is, true. Yeah, is so, yeah. yeah. like that to that the truth, you know.
0: There you go, there
1: you go. Women, women with grace know how to do that. Like they, they start to make those moves, they use that gracefulness to get us kind of like off our game. But Chris, you got to stay strong. There you go, brother, stay strong. <laughs> so. All right, I got one. I got one. So, who is most likely to hide their true emotions and suppress their feelings for the other person's happiness in a relationship?
2: Men, most definitely. Men.
1: Man. Men. Ah, uh, men. Absolutely. Men, for sure. I'm going to tell you why I say men. Go ahead. Because I think men are always in that place, uh, in that posture of. I got to make the woman happy. I got to make this woman happy. And I don't want to look weak. Or I don't want to look like, you know, I'm not handling my business, you know, for my woman. So I'm going to suppress the things that's not making me happy or suppress the true emotions that I'm really feeling within this relationship
2: mm-hmm. just
1: so she'll be happy or she can be fooled by the facade that I'm happy.
2: And I'm even add this on there yeah. and I'm going to pass it to y'all. I'm going to second that because I feel like... Now, there's a caveat to this. I do believe... Mm. Um, that men suppress their feelings more than women to make the other person happy. Yeah. However, I think there's a, a detriment to that to a degree because I think that um because the man is not allowed at a lot of times to be able to express himself outside of anger, typically mm. when he does unleash those feelings to you, it's in a form of anger and it's at a point where he's reaches his boiling his boiling point, which I don't agree with. That's why I think in my personal opinion, and like I said, my opinion, I think that both parties, regardless of a relationship or friendship or whatever the capacity of of being connected, I think that both parties should uh, create a safe environment where you expressing yourself emotionally does not turn into you uh, verbally, now using that as ammunition against them. I think sometimes mm-hmm. that's why some men are very uh, reluctant to uh, speak on their emotions because sometimes the people that they vent to turn around and weaponize
1: mm-hmm. their ability
2: against yeah. them. and. Mm-hmm. The thing is, when a man pretty much into his entire life has only been given one emotion to utilize, which is anger. When you weaponize something to get somebody, their mm-hmm. natural reaction is to is to defend and to uh, to re-attack. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely agree with Bro, a thousand percent on that one.
1: Yeah, and I was even gonna ask the ladies, and I, and y'all definitely chime in here. I was gonna ask y'all, what's the what's the um, move for you ladies, or when you're in a relationship? to make a man feel like he can always express himself truly and express those emotions, what does a safe environment look like for women, for men to do that?
0: I mean, to be honest, I think that's just established within the form of communication. Like if you're if you're just honest, you know, just be open with that person. You know, if you have a good form of communication, that person should be, feel safe enough to express what they're going through, you know. For me personally, I mean, I would just, I'm going to ask you how you're doing, how's your day? So if I ask you how you're doing, how's your day, what happened today? That's your way to come in and if you got to pile it on me, pile it on me. You know, I'm strong mm-hmm. enough to handle your expressions and what you're going through. And some women may not be. And, you know, like you said earlier, they might look at you as being weak or Chris word a simp. But, you know, I'm strong enough. Honestly, so palette it on me, you know, we're in this together. I don't want nobody to ever feel like they can't express what they're going through to make me happy. No. I'd agree. I think for me, sometimes answering these questions is a little hard because I'm very different from most women. Yes. Um, and so as a person who loves to pray. Um, For me, sometimes I'll go into um, prayer and ask the Lord where, you know, my significant other is. Um, Or sometimes I actually will just be in prayer and pick up on their emotions and say, hey, what's going on? Because I feel you right now. Um, But in the natural, I would say one thing that I had to do before was I would do check in. So I'm very good at asking family members, friends, how am I as a blank? So whether that be a daughter, a girlfriend, and I think that opens it up. You're able to say like, hey, I don't like that you don't really check on me. I don't like that you don't communicate. Um, I'll give you guys a really personal answer. Recently, um, my dad had said something to me and it kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. But then I realized like, Alice, your communication with him isn't where it needs to be. He's saying something that if you listen to it with not a judgmental ear, but one of love, you'll realize he's trying to correct you so you don't continue to make that same mistake. And so I think it's just really putting things into perspective and saying, hey, I'm with this person because they love me and I love them and I trust their voice in my life. So I'm gonna listen to them. Um, and I think she said it really well, creating that safe space to know like, hey, anything that you do say to me I'm gonna take it and I'm not just gonna take it, I'm also gonna take it to prayer. I'm also going to take it and uh-huh. figure out how can I assist you because I am a helpmate. Um, so I think it just becomes a we problem and not a that's a- their problem. Right. Yeah. Mm. And then it's like, all right, so this is what we're going through. So how do we fix it? How do we fix it? Yeah. And then,
2: like to caveat that, and then we're gonna to go to the next question. Um pretty but much- I
0: want to give my answer for this question. Oh,
2: oh my bad. Sis. I-, I was gonna tell them that pretty how much. You didn't like, let uh, us? All I was going to say was pretty much a spirit of offense brings division. And I think Mm -hmm. that's one of the biggest spirits that the enemy uses on our generation. Spirit of offense. Everybody wants to be offended about every little thing. And when you're offended, that brings division. And the Bible tells Mm -hmm. us that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The first thing you can do to a powerful uh, group of people is is to separate them. The Bible tells us that one chase 1,000, two chase 10,000. If you just continue to add three, I would assume that three can chase 25,000, 50,000. So imagine how powerful we are in numbers, but when the spirit of offense hits us all, now we're separated because now I can't look past what you did to me, now I can't forgive you. Now I, I, now I gotta hold on to this grudge and now that's preventing me from being connected to you, from now us being dynamic and impactful to the masses to win unbelievers to Christ. Just
0: just my thoughts. You know, I, I got a little oil, a little baby oil, no, ain't nothing serious. A little bit. Right. Okay, okay. So for this question, I said women and I said women because especially these day and ages, I feel like women suppress their true emotions and feelings because (sighs) let me let me let me try to put this in a way that's not offensive. We have a lot of women within our generation alone that. I don't want to use the word needy, but they're in a place where they don't like to be alone. So if suppressing feelings and hiding what you're really, you know, you know, feeling towards that person, you're going to suppress it so that that person could just stay, you know, because you really don't want to be alone, but you're having all these, you know, mixed emotions. You're going through all this different stuff. But for you not to be alone and be lonely, you're going to suppress all of that so that you can have somebody. And I just see that a lot these days. So that's why I chose women.
1: So, I, I, you know what? I, I agree with you. I love. I, I thought it was men, but I'm kind of gonna go with you on that.
0: I love my sister. She, she convinced me. But bro. I'm gonna disagree. <laughs> I'm gonna actually disagree and push back because all that is really is settling. Women only suppress their feelings when they settle. But if we find a Thank good quality you, man, you come on, come <laughs> I'm on. not gonna play with you tonight, Chris. Um, I think that women. I would say to answer Kelton's question, I would say men. Um, because I've watched it with a lot of males in my life where they've suppressed their feelings but a lot of it is because they just don't feel they have that safe space women I think we only suppress our feelings uh, when we settle and we don't think that a man can handle us because we didn't pick wisely so
2: Girl, you your bottle
0: tonight. I ain't lying you, you know came through dripping, dripping. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. I um, so I would answer his question and say I agree men I wouldn't say women
1: with this one. Wow. I'm going to say that I still stick to my original answer that it's men that mm-hmm. probably do it more. But I am going to say there's very much validity to what you said, Tay, because that is like the culture of women like in this day and age. Yeah. Women really don't want to be alone because they already feel like there's a shortage of men in the first yeah. place that they can get. And so- then when you do actually get a man that you think is halfway decent, You ain't trying to let him go, even though, like you said, uh, Alice, you kind of going to settle because you kind of don't want the man to leave. So I think women, they definitely do at the same point um, have that issue as well. But I think men just do it more.
2: More. If you don't mind, Bishop, can you tap me in? Thank you so much. Um, (laughs) I I, I understand that, and I'm not going to disregard that because I do believe that applies. But if we're talking about our generation, are you talking about the same generation of the – the city girl, hot girl, <laughs> that because if, if I believe correctly, uh, missionary uh, Carissa and first lady JT they said something about um, they don't need no man, and I think that that really resonated with the body of Christ. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of the church it resonated
0: just, on the surface, but do yeah, you see yeah. how women that's just hell, yeah. they still well, struggle.
1: See, well, where I where I'm gonna push back with on you, Chris, is because that's what you're saying is true, but we got to categorize what kind of women we're talking about. Like if we're talking about good women, sometimes good women fall into that category of wanting to keep a man so much that they will settle, kind of like what they were just talking about. And, and then they we have suppressed. great women as
2: well, great women, and, yeah, like and, Tavia and Alice, right? right. And huh. then we
1: have women, <laughs> then we have women that are not. Because, I mean, we even got to break it up into women that's trying to live, you know, a Christian lifestyle versus women that, you know, they they assert themselves to what the world is, you know, offering. On, okay. So so from that p- perspective, we got two different spectrum of women we're talking about. Here. Right, right, right. So I think for what you're saying, we're talking about worldly women. I think what you and uh, what you and Alice are talking about, them, what me and Tay are probably talking about, more Christian women that yeah. are trying to get good. Like trying to keep a good man. You know what I mean? So I think it's a balance. This is a very balanced question.
0: That was good. That was a good. You explained that real good, Kelton.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Watch All
0: right. You got your question ready? I sure do. Um, Y'all know I just like the fun questions. So I want to know who to make a move.
2: Come on, now, the man. We going. Oh, I mean, come on! You already You already know. But that was that's probably
1: the easiest question on this list tonight. Yeah, y'all on. can't
2: even name three women that y'all know personally that I apologize. They shot at a man. It, that shot like, they
1: shot first. Like, hell, it's okay, and non-existent.
2: Wh- and I ain't talking about shooting your
1: shot like you liked a couple of pictures and you trying to make the man shoot his shot based upon <laughs> that. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't talking that, about ain't that type of shooting shot. I'm talking about because y'all oh. good at that. <laughs> this is what y'all. This how y'all shoot y'all shot. <laughs> Y'all are kind of like a few pictures, kind of be around a few comments or something, but it ain't really like, oh, you know, averting and blatant. It's kind of like, let me get this man a little nudge so he can go ahead and shoot his
2: shot. Be then, nudge sometimes. That's sometimes. That's how y'all
1: operate. That's how y'all
2: operate. I be that nudge. Listen, I live by this rule. If it don't apply, don't reply. That don't apply to me. <laughs> because let me tell you, I went after what I wanted and I got what I wanted.
1: Come on, shoot it, bro.
2: I shot, mine. Me, I shot uh, mine. The Bible tells me that I will bless Lord at all, all times and this prayer should continually be in my mouth. Not sometimes, but continually. continually. So when I speak that you are mine, hey, boy. Oh, you belong to me.
0: Hey, a bit Come on. Controlling. Well, you're a
2: gospel preacher. Ah, oh, Bosha,
0: you heard me ask. <laughs> They're yeah. controlling, <laughs> or do no, 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 no,
2: no. It's, not, it's not controlling. What I'm What I'm saying is that the Bible says I have uh, authority and dominion of this world. Come on, mm-hmm. Come on. And the Bible tells me that the woman came for me, she's my helpmate.
0: Well, the thing, I don't know about you. understand what I'm saying?
2: You. See, see, you're not picking up what I'm putting down. See, <laughs> see a lot of women are not a helpmate. They are
0: help take everything away from a man he has such a drop, but the Lord
2: is my shepherd; I shall not walk. Oh <laughs> you Boy, you are a fool. No, 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 I'm, do- I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. Don't go after worldly
0: women, though. I know. You are right? I, I don't mm. go
2: after
0: worldly women. That right there.
1: Oh, she hit us with one, then, Chris.
2: If it
1: don't apply, don't reply. Don't reply.
2: Yeah. Don't reply. <laughs> that don't apply to me, so I'm gonna just Right. But however, though, no, On a serious tip, I do think it's a, a lot of amazing men and women out there. You know what I'm saying? Now, just speaking to the Christian community, um, just on that on that um, question, I just feel like you know what I'm saying. All in all, like we just have to be, um, just considerate of one another. Um, I think when you look at the worldly version of dating and people being out there and what they do, it can become very complex because everybody has a certain type of level of um standard requirements and ideologies on relationships and all these single people telling you how to be in a relationship that's not in a relationship which is crazy to me because the word insane means to do something over and over and over expecting to change. So how can you be a single person all the time talking about a relationship that you're not even living? You know what I'm saying? But you know I peacefully digress.
0: Can we just for the record state that going into our DM and saying woman of God or man of God is not the way to shoot the shot? That is not the way to do <laughs> that ain't it. it. Yeah. That, is oh. not, that is not it. You help your like, brothers out y'all you know? Yes, please? Please. It's, just, it's
1: just like, first of all, trying to shoot your shot is not a spiritual move. It's not deep. It is not deep. It is. It's strictly carnal. You just want whoever that is. Just shoot your shot. Be normal. Be a regular, you know, person. Have a regular conversation.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this fact, person
1: obviously doesn't want to have that kind of interaction.
2: Matter of fact, I'm going to give you an example, right? Kilton and Alice and Tay, they all knew my girlfriend, so I got a girl. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going gonna, gonna to give y'all a little example. Tay, just go with me. I'm going to try to – I'm going to give y'all an example of how you shoot your shot. Hey, what's up? How you doing? What's up? My name is Chris. What's your name? Tay. Oh, where you from?
0: St. Louis, Missouri, but I live in Houston, Texas. Okay. okay. And I see you little Texas. The thing about it, see, when they when –
2: when, let me get – let me pause right. When they give you pertinent information, you—that that is your opportunity to make them laugh. Okay, mm-hmm. little Texas, I see you oh, They be eating good out there, you know. See, the table is smiling right now, so on all thirty-two. I I got it. So you, you
1: them. did it, huh? You did it. Listen,
2: once you make them laugh, when when they give you personal information, that is your time to expand on the conversation. Oh, i have always want to go to Houston. Oh, I always want to go to Texas. Hey, is it true that that's saying everything big in Texas? What's some good places to eat? Hey, you know what? I think that you know, saying you're a very attractive woman. Like, if I ever come out there, do you think it's possible that we can meet or whatever? Or do you think we can link up, or whatever? Do you mind? If, Fellas, never ask for the phone number. Always nah, give
1: your phone number. Nah, not the real. Do
2: you mind if I give you my phone number? Reason being because now you're putting the responsibility on her not to reach back out to you if she's interested. Most, women, in don't, court. most women don't want to feel intimidated or pressured. They have to call you. That's why they don't like to give you their number because they feel like if you, they don't know if you're going to take rejection good or bad. And they don't want you blowing their phone up and calling them unrestricted. She's going to feel you out a little bit more whether y'all talking on social media and if she can sense that you are respectful or you're consistent then she'll say okay this should hit you on the phone and she'll say hey this is the table and then like well you in there like swim come on now and then hey, y'all, can talk about, y'all can talk about Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus or... Oh my oh, god! god cause the table makes hey, make you read the word that one thing about the table
1: can we just throw this out here though let's just throw this out here. I know this ain't on the script as far as no question but can we just throw out there that women will give you a fake number? <laughs> they will throw you a oh, fake number with yeah. a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, I well, guess we just right. make sure that's clear. If you I come mean, with that corn and stuff, they gonna give you sure. a fake number.
0: They
2: will give you a fake number. A fake
0: this is of my sisters, but they will give you a fake number because they give be them that fake hair. don't think You <laughs> do not even have, you might <laughs> have, get it. have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> 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 and
1: and like guess what? Know. And guess what, Chris? We keep going for the same women with the fake lashes, fake hair, fake we- I mean, it ain't changing nothing. No, obviously, you, you, gotta
2: keep it, you gotta be consistent. I love, I love a consistent woman. I love consistency.
0: You know
2: what I'm saying? God, this guy,
0: this guy. Well, you're <laughs> aggravated. Hey y'all, hey, listen, y'all like to have fun, I like to keep y'all
2: laughing and joking, man. Listen, it's all jokes and love on the show, y'all feel
0: me. Like. But I like how you broke that down, Chris. I really do. you you help the men out tonight. You really I'm did. Trying,
2: I'm trying to do a little something. Because I, I know the type of women that y'all are. Y'all are very wise, very God-fearing women, women. At the same time, I don't want to discourage no man from approaching y'all because they feel like y'all are so deep. Y'all are still individuals. You just have to understand that there's a time and a place for everything. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shoot your shot. Be respectful. But understand that there's a lifestyle and a requirement that you're going to live, have to live up to after you uh, pass through that threshold of just social interaction. It's, mm. it's too easy. That's it. Can, I, can so I get a witness true. up in here? Yeah. That's so true. I mean, because well, I just like you
1: said when you said uh, when you made the statement about there's a time and place for everything. I mean, even the Bible says that. Literally, um, in Ecclesiastes, that's a, uh, a a staple scripture in uh, Ecclesiastes, and that's something that we should all like know. It's a time when it's time to be deep and spiritual. It's a time when we just kicking back, hanging out, having a good time. It's it's a time for all that. So. You just need to have a good balance of that. I think sometimes we can be just over spiritualized about everything and we don't have a good balance on it. And so that's why that's why you see people that really don't want to hang out with you because they're like, you're so stuffy. And you, I mean, d- then you become unapproachable as well. I if can't you some
2: old saints. Just old, if you're just so tight, uptight, yeah. tense,
1: like I walk up to you after church, even if it's after church, and I walk up to you and say, you know, Hey, how you doing? I enjoy it. what You know, whatever you did, blah, blah. Oh, to God be the glory. And I thank you so much. And God is so good. And I'm like, yeah, okay, man. please shut up. I'm just like, shut up. Like you're under you... the age of 30 and that's how you address people. Come on. <laughs> like, come on. That's stuff my granddaddy used to do. And he was 80. He was 88.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I come on. Yeah, yeah, people do over the top. Like, we right. get it. We all love God. <laughs> we get it. Absolutely. And smile. Absolutely. I will say that since you guys gave advice to the men, I would say as women smile, allow a man to know that you're approachable. I think sometimes men just see us with straight faces and we kind of have this I don't want to be bo- bothered attitude. So they're like, all right, I'm not going to bother you. And then you're praying for 20 years. But if you just smile, you would have had a man already. So, yeah. Uh, I, I definitely mm. uh, agree with you guys. And I think that we should be approachable. And then even just watching the way that we speak and then j- just watching our character. I think um, one thing that I've been told by men before is I watched you for some time before I ever decided to pursue you. You got to talk. And We don't realize that even in us just walking around, they're trying to figure out who are you. Um, and your character is going to speak for you before you ever open your mouth. So if you have bad character, no man's going to want to deal with you. If you're rude to everybody, they don't want a headache. So if you're a headache and a burden, you're not going to be approached. So just really being mindful of the fact that as a woman, there's a way that we carry ourselves um, so that our man, the man that God has for us can actually approach us and, you know, a make it do, with, do with a ring. So,
2: okay. so t- t- I, <laughs> you know, I a little I want to throw a little loop in this next round of questions, right? And I want I want the engagement from from our viewers, right? Okay. So the the my, I'm going to ask a question: mm-hmm. Kelton, Alice, Tay, whoever. The order doesn't matter. I'm going to start it off first. Okay. I sure. only want to limit these questions to the people on the show, us four. Okay. So whatever question, so whatever question I ask, I want all of us to decide who does who is more like who's most likely to do that
0: within with, this group of people. Within this group. And okay. Then oh, okay, okay. Men and women.
2: I, okay.
1: Make them- I feel you. Okay, this is going to get interesting.
0: I ain't ready because Chris will just be talking.
1: Yeah, this, gonna- yeah. <laughs> this dude, this guy.
0: All right, let's go. Mine is going
1: to be, okay, who's more likely within us four to make the new relationship partner pay for what the old relationship partner did? Mm. Let's see. Mm. Alice,
2: Alice. Alice,
1: I'm, I'm gonna say Alice too. I'm gonna go with Alice. Alice. <laughs> see,
2: I'm sorry. I I'm sorry, Alice. You know, I you. I'm, like, with I'm gonna Alice.
1: go with you on this. one.
0: I would agree with you guys. Probably about a year ago, I would have the okay, woman okay. that I am now. I would say no, but you know, I, I do that accountability yeah. thing. You got You see
2: that, right?
0: <laughs> you no, know, I agree.
2: It's okay. Yeah. It's still you, though. We we ain't
0: gonna change <laughs> okay. that. Okay. Come on. All right. I'm gonna go. Who's, good, who's out of us out of us for to answer the phone on a date? Kelton.
2: Mm-hmm. Chris. No, I only I'm yeah, Kelton. I know Kilton. Kelton. I know Kelton, like personally, like he's most like to answer the phone. And, right. he say, right.
1: and he got the flip phone, he got
2: the he got the iPhone with the little flip wallet case. So he's gonna open it up, read it, <laughs> scroll down, and then flap it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kelton gonna answer the phone. If oh the joke's not
0: going well, I think it would be me, but it's because I told my friends to call me. Mm. Oh my God, we so all so you're more
1: done. likely, you're more likely to pull the trick to get yeah. out of the date. Okay, <laughs> that's not me. I'm more like I will I'm gonna vote for myself because um I have been known to do this. <laughs> I have done this before, um, within my relationship. So I will have <clears throat> um just been on a date, and I answer the phone. And honestly, usually I'm not trying to, like, interrupt or I'm not trying to run. It's just that I'm, like, trying to answer the phone because I think I got something that it's either some money on the other line or, you know, I'm lining up some business or something like that. And I'd I be like, ooh, I can't miss this call. I, yeah. I'll be right back. i will be like, I'll be right back. So I ain't gonna lie, I,
2: I'll vote myself on this one. And, and then, I'm like, even... Even my girlfriend, like when we was dating, like she used to think it was strange because like we were going to date, right? And I would intentionally, like intentionally, leave my phone in the car. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and she was like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, like I ain't got your phone. For me personally, like when I'm spending quality time, like that's such a big thing for me because mm-hmm. it's like I'm really, I'm mentally, I'm engaged. Like I want to know everything about. I'm, I'm probably, in my opinion, I'm probably the most intuitive man. In a relationship, I'm gonna notice like when you change your lip gloss. I'm gonna notice when you change like the the length of your lashes. I'm gonna know that you got the individuals, the minks. I'm gonna know, oh, that you parted your hair on the right side yesterday, but now you got to put part... I'm I'm not, of... <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm really that topic into it. Okay. So it's like when I'm on a date, when I'm spending quality time, like I I'm, I'm I don't really care for any outside distractions because I will dnd dnd you real quick, real, real quick, and I will leave my phone to call. So if you even if you blow my phone up, I'm still not gonna answer. But that's me.
0: But I know Kelsey, so he, he gonna <laughs> That's Kelsey. <laughs> it's the hey, but, but,
1: hey, man, you got to stop that. But the thing about it is I'm going to play devil's advocate for one moment on something you just said, Chris. Now, we just talked about Alice being, the well, the former Alice would make the new partner pay for what the old partner kind of was doing. So what if she came in with preconceived notions? Like, why would a dude be leaving his phone? Like, that doesn't even seem right. So, what is he got something to hide? Because I know women that would jump right Most there. Oh,
0: definitely. And, and that, that baby, be the first deal. off. I have this rule, right? So, when we do go on dates and I decide that I Rules actually... Like meant to be person. broken. Huh? Rules are meant no, to I be broken. No, I think should because I like that whole whoever touches their phone first pays for the date. okay. Um, I like that rule. So, for me, a man not touching his phone or leaving his phone wouldn't bother me because what are we on a date for? If you want to be on your phone, then stay home. So, I'm leaving my phone
2: in
0: the trunk, then I ain't paying. You hear me? I agree. Don't be on your phone if we're on a date. I mean, I get it. Some things happen. I wouldn't say leave your phone in the truck or in the car because I think that's just doing too much. Because you never know, somebody could call. It could be an emergency, (laughs) important. Also, don't do that because will nobody be able to get in contact with you. That's not safe, Chris. But I do understand. Like if we're on a date, this is just me and you time. You know, like all other distractions are need to be on do not disturb. You want to be a
2: priority.
0: Yes, hey, okay, ain't that, ain't that what it's supposed to be? <laughs> okay, okay,
1: okay.
0: I mean, ain't that? I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, ain't it supposed to be? Mm-mm. Somebody tell me because that's what I've been thinking this whole time. So, if I put phone, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> yeah, don't be on your phone if it's an emergency. We get it, we understand, but don't just be there like. Cause then you're not engaged. You're probably not even listening to what I'm saying, and I need you to listen. Give me your undivided attention.
2: Mm. Okay then, undivided. Undivided. Uh, okay, who who
0: next?
2: Oh, has everybody went? That
1: was me. So uh I think the both ladies have to go.
0: Okay, go ahead, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> so we still doing the who's most likely? Yes. Yeah, but
1: yeah, yeah, out of us four.
0: Okay. Who's most likely to admit when they're wrong? Me. I me. think
1: I would go with Tay.
2: Me. you I'm my- say that because she's quiet.
1: No, I just think she would be more reasonable.
2: Okay, so let me tell y'all a story then, real quick. Let me tell y'all a little, little testimony real quick. I'm going to take y'all back. <clears throat> Tay will not admit that. She won't do that. gonna tell you why. I called Tay the, the last two weeks. I uh, see. See, look at that. See that spirit of offense is rising. I called Tay <laughs> two weeks in a row, calling her phone, calling her phone. Bro, I'm gonna call you back. Never call back. I'm cold, shivering. You know, waiting for her to call me back. Not didn't call me back. Man. No reply back. I'm calling. Hey sis, you good? Hey bro, I've been busy. Okay, cool. All right. So I'm gonna talk to you later. Yeah, I'm working a game tonight. I'm playing at 8:30. 45
1: p.m. <laughs> no oh
2: wow! No, I'm not now. It's it took me to have to grind in her ear of how I how I felt before she could say, "Okay, See, this, this is this I got my apology." Okay, bro. Oh my god! Like,
0: okay, I do better. Like, I'm like, okay. but I admitted that I was wrong, and Gr- I
1: grudgingly, grudgingly, <laughs> <grudgedly.
0: laughs> so did I?
2: Whew. So I'm, I'm gonna take that
0: one, but you know. But I said it was me, so it's me.
2: That's just how She she just gotta she just gotta improve. She gotta do a little better. <laughs> who
1: okay, you think, Alice, who do you think will be more likely to out of
0: me and say out of the two of y'all?
2: Yeah. Now remember your loyalty,
0: now
2: Just saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know it's sisters before misters, but in this. Oh case, wow. In this Ooh. case, I Terrible. would actually go with Christopher. Oh, why? You know, oh, you know, no. you know I nothing. am going to tell you why. Because Christopher, I could get on Christopher's case and be like, you messed up and you are wrong. And he'd be like, you know what, sis? You actually right. I, I did mess up. And he, he'll own it. It will takes me you. that same type of attitude. If I say something, he say, I'm reaching and what else you say?" <laughs> So I see that side
1: of Chris. So <laughs> and I was just about to say that because I ain't gonna lie, mm-hmm. Chris has been known even in within <laughs> our relationship, there's been times that yeah, like he has yeah. yeah, the young the young Chris, he <laughs> but he has apologized um, you know, for things that may have came up, so something that may have happened. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but Nah, I'm sticking with Tay. Come on, Tay. I'm
0: going <laughs> with Tay. Thank, thank you.
2: It's 50 50. So we are draw the line in the middle with that one. What but that else is? Go. You know, I got you for Valentine's Day, girl.
0: Not for are Valentine's Day.
1: We, yeah. <laughs> are, we, are we doing another round of this? Are we yeah, yeah, we got we got, we got to
2: do one more round because I
0: another got something round? to get on okay. my chest. Okay. okay cool.
2: so,
1: no, um, no. Yes. Okay. No, oh, man. Lord have mercy.
0: Right, is it
2: most likely to become debt free? Mm. I'm
0: going with Alice on this one. I'm
2: going with
1: Kelty. I'm gonna go with me and Alice. <laughs> I'm going, yeah, with
0: go with the two of us. I feel like it'll be us. No offense, y'all.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, it just has a testimony. I am debt free, so i need mean, hey!
0: to praise God for that. Yes.
1: I don't owe anybody nothing <laughs> but <the> love. <laughs> that that's one of my biggest testimonies. I always tell when See, I when I even speak somewhere or something.
2: Can, can I interrupt oh, you, basically yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> but that's what happened when God uses you as a real prophet. You say stop. Oh, it. I'm about God. Oh my God. God Sunday he's, he, he's so
1: saved, y'all. He's so saved.
2: I knew you were
0: that free. I knew it. I seen it in the spirit realm. But look at that God. No.
1: But it's, it, is, it was by no means of myself. It was strictly by the grace of God. And and, and it was just good, Um, I would say stewardship. Because, you know, if I would have went my own way, I tell people about my uh, journey in college because I wanted to when I graduated high school, I wanted to do like everybody else, go to either FAM or BCU and go live the HBCU life. And you know, so that would have been, that would have been hitting my pockets. That would have been hitting them. Um, and I was almost done with my AA when I got out of high school. So I was like, man, why not just go and finish my AA at a community college and then I could transfer to a university. And so that's what I ended up doing. And uh, with the help of my parents, just giving me guidance on, on things. And I was able to go through school, man. I, I don't owe any. I've never owned debt. I'm in a master's program and I, I pay out of pocket and I've never had any student loans.
0: I'm trying to get like you.
1: Yeah, see, it's you just, mean, just by the know, grace of God. You
2: remember what they say in the Bible? I you
0: gotta
2: do is just touch his
0: garment. Hey, <laughs> if you just touch his garment. Like, hey, I'm going to that grace, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> But yeah, it's, i definitely it's, say it's, Alice. But I'm congratulations, Kelsey. That's big. Thank that's you. big, Jerome. I'm, nice. I'm gonna you give
1: God. it to the yeah. manager. You can tell Alice, you can just tell Alice is a money manager. You can just tell yeah. she's a money manager.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: you can tell that she's big on stewardship.
2: Definitely. Mm-hmm. And she's a tither. Let me add, that. I know I can. There you go. She is a tither.
1: Right. Come People on with That's a big deal. That's a big deal.
2: She will tie the lace front off your forehead.
1: Oh my. You hear me?
2: God. And I'm serious about that. I, look this at her. Y- y'all, viewers, look at my sister. Okay. Do she look like she will rob God? Come on now.
1: This, is, this boy got a problem. This, this is. is a woman
2: <laughs> of faith and integrity. Yes. My, I'm, I'm going to leave that alone because, boy, I, listen. I, oh, I can go somewhere with that. Hmm. Please. A lot don't, of go. A don't go. Don't <laughs> go.
1: I'll, 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 <laughs> don't 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 go. This, y'all better start,
2: y'all better start mm-hmm.
1: I got a I got a question, and this one may get sticky.
0: Okay, <laughs> let's do this.
1: this. This one may get a little sticky. So, uh, out of us four, most most likely to hide their insecurities. That's a sticky one, huh? <laughs>
2: I will hide my insecurities, but I I, I kind of don't want to say me because I, I'm very vocal. I I speak on my insecurities. Like I'm I'm very confrontational when it comes down to like how I feel. Like you gonna take how I feel or not? So I guess I say me. But I'm gonna <coughs> speak, speak on it. So I don't, I don't guess that don't equate to hide it. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Who you say, Alice? I'm gonna go with us. Yeah, I think ladies sometimes will hide will hide their insecurities until they're comfortable enough to share really mm-hmm. like really comfortable really yeah this
2: one right here
0: at the top <laughs> <laughs> I'm not for my sister right chris okay, i mean i voted for myself chris so you're not doing i was, any kept,
2: I, was I was making your vote a little stronger right my god
0: and that I was I, i'm
2: oh.
1: going i'm gonna go with the ladies too because i just think that's a natural thing for ladies yeah. to do.
0: It yeah. is. It's just natural. But
2: you yeah. gotta change the verbiage. All right, I you got, got
0: All you right, we're gonna change. We're gonna change it up. All right, go ahead, Alice. Out of the four of us, who would we be? Who would be first to say "I love you"? Me in a relationship.
1: I fall in love quick. Chris, I'm definitely going. with Chris. <laughs> I've seen saying? him. I've seen you? him in love fast. So I'm <laughs> going with Chris.
0: That part, yeah. Kelson. That
1: part, yeah. I've, I've witnessed let this. Me my own, so.
0: Let me say something. I'm gonna say me because this is the thing. Because you, you know, said a man that you f- see what Alice who Alice picked.
2: Oh, um, who you, pick? Christopher? I don't okay. care. I'm of course, continue. I'm on that. Cause Let me tell you something. One thing about me the man, a man that finds the wife, finds the good thing. Once you find that little cousin, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> leave it at that. Like, I'm a light that, that operates from a place of love that can change people and, and get them to conform to the life that I live. Because they like, dang, like you so bubbly, you so lovable. Like, where you get that from? And I say, I get that from God. I can tell people, I'm good mm. off God because mm. only God can give me a love like that. Me personally, y'all, I'll tell y'all this and I'm done. I It's literally for me because of the prayer that I pray for God for the type of love I pray for this. Like, where mm. they can hold me accountable the same way, you know what I'm saying? So for me, I don't have, I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I'm the I love you first person. That's me always.
1: You know? I, think you, I think you said a lot of good stuff too, bro. I mean, just thinking about the fact that we are supposed to love like God loves, um, and from that stint, that should be our posture. we like we should show love to people, no matter the you know where they are in life, where we are in life, whatever the case may be. And then just kind of shifting it back to a more of a romantic standpoint, I think something else you said was very, um, very true, because you have to be very careful um, with. I guess, how you express yourself versus what people will perceive it as. So, like you said, some people will take your friendliness as like you're being flirtatious or you're trying to get with them or whatever. And you're just really being a genuinely nice, bubbly, you know, human being and trying to make them feel welcome. Because I I used to get that same thing all the time. Like women would always say to me, "Um, you're too friendly. Like you're just too friendly to people. and You're too friendly. I'm just like, I don't want to be. I don't like those people that walk around with that mantra of "oh, I ain't friendly," and they think that's attractive. That's not that's not my mo. I don't look yeah. at it like that. I actually don't like women that have that walk around with stank face or um, that aren't welcoming or nice. Just just genuinely not a nice person. No one said you had to be easy. No one said you had to you know give every man all your attention or anything like that. But it's nothing wrong with just being a nice person. And I've always been on that type of tilt with my life. I'm just a very nice, gregarious, you know, I don't meet a stranger type person. And so some women could not handle that, you know, that I've talked to previously before. And then within my relationship, that was a problem before. And then it became, you know, kind of got mellowed out. But there was, you know, that could be a thing. That could seriously be a thing for some women like watch uh, with men.
0: But I want to piggyback off, of Kelton, because I like how you kind of broke that down, Chris, the whole saying I love you first. You made it more, you know, general, because some people think, like, if I say I love you first, like, I'm moving too fast or they got to second guess it. Like, it just becomes this whole big ordeal, and I don't think it has to mm-hmm. be so complicated like that. But so I like how you made it so general, like... I love you, you, know I love you because first I love God and I love God's people, you know. So mm-hmm. I love you just it's general. So I like how you did that.
2: You're welcome, sis. So when your future husband come, you know, make sure he say I love you first because if he don't, oh, real. <clears throat> wow,
0: I love you, Chris. I really do. I love you more. I love you
1: more. <laughs> yeah. All right, All what right about right. your question, take
0: All right, uh, I'm gonna go with out of the four of us, who is more likely.
2: To be friends with their ex. God, don't even yeah, don't even say that. Don't even say me. Because I oh Lord yeah, have goodness. mercy. See, y'all. <laughs> I have been before. Y'all different.
0: Personally, uh, I just I'm friends with my exes. We don't have no bad like blood. Like yeah, I want okay, to say it so like that.
1: May not be like cool friends, but we yeah, ain't got no we on. ain't got no bad blood.
0: Yeah, okay? we can be cordial and respect <clears> each other and you okay, can't do that you, stuff if you're got, spiritual I got, I got, because whether you like it or not, that's my brother in Christ. And so the reality of it is for me is yeah. that there, there's no relationship. If I'm with the next person, he never has to worry about the last person. And so mm-hmm. that's just my friend. That's somebody, I'll give y'all an example. So I'll tell a little bit of my business. I've dated people who we were in ministry. And so to this day, because we weren't public with it, we can do ministry together and people never know. And we don't have bad blood and we work well with them in ministry. We just weren't perfect for each other in a relationship. And to me, I don't think that people should disassociate themselves with people because they didn't work out in a relationship. To me, that's you're immature. And at that point, you need to kind of, you have to grow up. And so for me, I've realized like I'm never going to. Now, let me say this. I'm very clear with my exes. Don't disrespect my new relationship. you you will never have that right. But because of the type of woman I am, they know they would never. And so I think that people get insecure in relationships and I'll give you a story. I had an ex who was best friends with a woman he slept with but she was very disrespectful and she didn't know boundaries. And at the time he was immature and didn't know how to place those boundaries. We were still young. And so that relationship I was not comfortable with because it was still, I knew she had feelings. But if they had just been friends, I'll give you another example. I would have been okay. Somebody, The last person I dated had a female best friend who he slept with. I was okay with that relationship because both of them were mature and I knew it would never happen again. And so I think the reality of it is, is that you just need to know who you're dating and you need to know the other person um, that they were friends with or exes with or whatever the relationship was. Um, but I think that as we get older, It's going to get hard out here in these streets (laughs) Um, for you not to see an ex or being especially for me. Like I live in Rhode Island. It's a small city. Small states are not city. Um, You're bound to run into different people. And so if I'm like, well, I'm not going to be friends with you. Some of my friends are probably still like I'll give you all an example and I'll turn it over. My one of my exes is still friends with my best friend's boyfriend. It would be crazy for me to be like, well, I'm not going to go around her, um them because he's there. No, we're cordial. We're grown. Um, I don't like you. You don't like me. We don't have any beef. We could be cordial.
2: So let me say this, because I, I I'm gonna give y'all, I'm gonna give y'all grace because y'all my sisters. I'm a, I'm a, and I'm gonna keep it very mild.
0: Not grace.
2: One one I disagree with y'all wholeheartedly. Me personally, there is a fine line. Do I believe you can be cordial with the ex if your paths cross? Absolutely. You have nothing to worry about. But in in regards to having a relationship, having access to you at any point, I do not agree with that personally because I feel like you're giving room for you you're inviting temptation because wait, let me finish. I feel like in my opinion, that you're inviting temptation into your new situation. That is that's just my personal opinion.
1: The, the word friends needs to be really defined and really needs to be pinpointed so that we're not talking about two different things. When, I say when, I, when I'm saying friends, when I say me and an ex can be friends, I guess I'm more so calling it an acquaintance mm-hmm. because yeah. I, I, don't, I, I know me and an ex can't be friends if I'm in a relationship with somebody else but we can be, still be cordial and acquaintances and I don't have to walk on eggshells around that person yeah. because me and that person do not have feelings and dealings exactly. with each other anymore.
0: anymore. And so
1: that's my perspective when I say uh, uh you can be a friend or acquaintance with yeah. an ex because we don't have access to each other like that. There is no open access and open endedness so you can just come in and come out when you please uh, talk to me when you want to and when yeah. you don't want to like that. That's not that's not the dynamic. Not for me. Right. But if we're at uh, a, a, I'll take a prime example for me. and you. We're both musicians. And so say one of your exes is a praise and worship leader and, you know, she's annoying. It. Are you not going to call her if there's a event or something you knew somebody was perfect for this? Uh, event, you're just not gonna call that person for that business proposition <laughs> and, and for that opportunity to minister just because that was your
0: ex. Just because that ex. I
1: th- that's what I call immaturity. Eddie. That's why I call we have not grown to a level spiritually or carnally, <laughs> you know, carn- just, as, uh, just as human beings to be able to not be able to co- have a conversation with somebody and be able of to course. talk and just be able to, you know, that's normal to me. See, so T-N-
2: to your point. To your point, I agree. That's something I can do, but at the same right. time, there's like I now, said, th- there's boundaries to it. If even, me personally, if I were to do that, which I wouldn't probably do that. If I were to do that, while in my relationship, I said, "Hey, babe, hey, um, I seen this opportunity for uh so and so, and um, they crossed my mind, and I don't want to let you know. Um, I was thinking about you know and letting them know. And that's and you know what? And that's maturity. That's uh-huh. maturity. That's yeah, what's wrong with not that. not not them calling my phone and having access to talk. Like no. I don't believe. Well, I see,
1: and that's why I said we had to, we have to define the dynamic. Yeah. So that what you're saying is the basically the same thing they're saying, and, and I'm agreeing with the same thing. I think that as long as we define friendship, acquaintance, and all of that stuff on the same spectrum, and we all understand what boundaries are and right. we set those clearly, then I don't see why there needs to be oh, I can't talk to them anymore, I need to delete them off of all my social medias, I don't I need to be friends them. with none of them. But you know, people I mean, listen, I do that. you have people that you may get into a relationship with that may say you don't need to be friends with any of your exes on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, any of that, because they believe that that is automatically qualification that something's going to happen. And that's where I disagree. Because first of all, you know, when you say you, you talk to somebody, not even a full-fledged fledged relationship you've talked to someone before and then but y'all got mutual friends y'all got maybe even mutual uh relationships within church or whatever i'm not gonna stop going to the church or stop dealing with those friends and and just get rid of all that part of my life just because that was because because they're connected to an ex or somebody i talked to to me that's just really that's really petty in my opinion so I believe as long as there's a foundation, a boundary set, as long as there's an understanding, as long as there's never disrespect or lines crossed, I don't think we, we have to eliminate people out of our lives like they never existed, unless it's something toxic or detrimental.
0: And I think um, really quickly, I think to Kelton's point, I think we start to win people over more when we live a life of, um, that's different. Yeah. So the world says you can't do this. You can't do that. Um, But as Christians, I think, as we redefine things and we show why is that um, I could still love you doesn't mean that I have to be like buddy, buddy with you. Um, It starts to make people rethink what love is, because for me, it was while we like you look at Christ's love while we were still yet enemies, he died for us. So for me, it's one of those things of how dare I because we didn't work out, decide that I'm just going to be evil to you. No, that's wicked. And that to me, at that point, I really have to question, do you really know God? Do you really serve him and do you love him? Because that wouldn't be the way you treat your brother because above all, that's my brother in Christ or that's your sister in Christ and you're hurting the body when you do things like that. So I would just say my prayer is that we do better um, even in that realm. So that we're not messing people over.
2: Yeah, and no, I agree. But well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask um one more question, y'all, and um, for everybody. Um, I have really enjoyed this 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 whole intervention between us. I think it's been lit and fun, by the way. Um oh, yeah. so on these last two questions, y'all make sure that y'all digging y'all bad and getting people something good to watch, you know what I'm saying? And y'all now, I
1: think I asked all my good questions. Right <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: while y'all watching this, I ask y'all, man, just let y'all give us the likes and the hearts, man. And just let us know how y'all feel in this conversation. Of course, we want to be transparent and not seem so um stuck up. We want to kind of have this moment where we relax with y'all because y'all are our family, you know what I'm saying? And I just love that Alice and Kelton came here to bring that different um dimension of diversity to the show. Yeah. So um, who next on the question? Is it me or is share, share,
1: share the share this too yeah. as well. Share it with your
2: friends. Most definitely.
0: Okay. Go ahead, Chris, with your question.
2: <clears throat> okay. So mine is. Who is most likely to go against the denomination that they was raised up under? I was mm. born in Church of God in Christ, um, and I think some of everybody was up under something. So, who do y'all think from the group is most likely to go away from the denomination that they was raised under? I well, I would say you. Okay,
1: because I know you. Because I know you was born. I mean, I, that's because I know you. Yeah, so I know you were. I know you were cold, So I knew that. Tay, Chris. Chris's bishop used to be Bishop Russia Dixon. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell y'all yeah. that story. I'm gonna,
2: I'm gonna give y'all, a, I'm gonna give y'all the best story on that when everybody else
1: though. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. I know about it. <laughs> I
0: don't know who I'm choosing. I, I, would I think say I'm gonna say Chris though, but I don't know. I mean,
1: I would say Alice. Well, okay, hold on. Let's do this first. Let's all say. Let's all first define our denominations that we grew up in, or that we're still a part of, maybe.
2: Okay, so, I'm church of God. I'm Church. I was born church of God in Christ. I
1: was born church of God by faith.
0: <laughs> I wasn't born in church, um, but once my dad did get saved, um, he was Pentecostal, so I'll say okay. I was a Pentecostal baby, I guess. And I've always been non denominational. Okay, oh, we okay. have no Baptist up in here. Well, <laughs> no. no, no, no missionary Baptists.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, my. So-
0: who y'all think? Well, yeah, I'm definitely going with Chris
1: now since I kind of, yeah. I would go with Chris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to go with Chris. I I, I knew it wasn't going to be me because even though I was raised in Church of God by Faith, and I but I've always kind of dabbled back into my whole organization for my entire life. Even when my family left the organization, I ended up going back there in college and playing there while I was in college and then left. And now I'm playing at another one. So
2: uh, yeah, I haven't I, I left, but I haven't left. Yeah. So I'ma say this. And um I'm gonna tell y'all right now, if, if y'all are a sensitive saint, this is your time to exit the live. Come on, uh, leave, leave the live now. Respectfully. <laughs> so I'm gonna say this. I'm, I'm not gonna bash oh, it hold on,
1: bro. Hold on, put the put the caveat. We're not trying to kill denomination. Yeah, at well, all. yeah. That's, no. that's not that's not <laughs> what we're doing. Because I, I love the Church of God in Christ.
2: Yeah, and I love I love it too. I'm just gonna get my opinion on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I ended up choosing to go non-denomination. Um, the reason the reason being because I do feel like uh, Church of God in Christ they do a lot of amazing things, a lot of amazing things for the body of Christ, and I think every denomination does, right? Um, in my personal opinion, with my walk in God, I believe that if we have all of these denominations saying we serve the same God. Then why are we separated? That was my main thing. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't, of course, you know what I'm saying, of the old school, old school church got a crash, which is, they have evolved tremendously. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like the things or uh, or the standards on certain things when women couldn't preach. Obviously that's not the case now. You know what I'm saying? Women can wear red lipstick, women couldn't um wear pants, you know what I'm saying? Men had to do this and men had to do that. I didn't like the the ritual standards of what was required now of course again the caveat is they have uh definitely progressed from from that old era but for me as well as every denomination i think there are certain traditions within every denomination that i don't uh subscribe to in my opinion because i I want to be a free spirit and i don't want to be confined when it comes down to um the way my relationship is with God and how I worship God. I think a lot of times in a lot of denominations, just speaking on all of them, um, outside of non-denomination, I think that a lot of times people focus more on the chain of command and the, and the, and the authority of people. Um, and I believe that sometimes those individuals uh, get lost um, in the, the the pedestal that they have been put on and they don't mm-hmm. actually have time to be human. Um, mm. In my opinion, I, I didn't want to be up under a denomination where I felt like they couldn't be transparent. Um, in any denomination, I of non-denomination. Um, a lot of denominations—they're not transparent, in my opinion, with sin, um, with day-to-day life skills. I think that they preach, "He's coming," <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah, and that's cool. That's cool. But for me
1: he is coming though.
2: He, he's, coming. he's
1: coming.
2: He's coming. He is coming. But for me, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I would say this without because I don't want to nobody feel like I'm bad with him. I just feel like for me personally, I resonated more with non-denomination because I think that they um they did an amazing job on being able to cultivate um and impact uh the multicultural community of all races, black, white, hispanic, um, every everybody. And I just like that you un- that unity. You know what I'm saying of no tradition. You know what I'm saying because it's like we create our own tradition with Christ. If that makes sense.
1: Well, can I can I say this? Uh, I ain't, I ain't mean to just jump in front of y'all, but I did. Mm-hmm. What I, it was a thought that came in my mind when Chris said what he said. Me, because me and one of my homeboys at the church was uh, having a conversation about this. The pushbacks I the pushback I sometimes have with non denominational churches or what we would call some would call multicultural churches is if most of them that you find they have white pastors that would be considered multicultural because black people will go follow a white pastor. But how many real multicultural churches that you know have a black pastor that white people go follow? Like, just think about that. Michael Todd. Mike Todd went to a church that was already established.
2: Right. Okay. You're
1: right. I'm talking about somebody that started their own ministry. Wow. A black pastor and white people came to that ministry and made it a multicultural church. <clears throat> I know that's a whole different subject, but I just had to throw that out there when, because, because we got to be balanced when we talk about the issues of denominations like Kojic and Church of God by Faith and P A W, because these are these are, I mean, entrenched, uh historic denominations within the and you know and Baptists as well, like Missionary Baptists, and you know all that kind of stuff. So um,
0: but if we, we go, just,
1: just got to be balanced,
0: if we go there and I'll go there for two seconds, I think sometimes is how welcoming are we as black people? Mm. Sometimes some of that is people don't necessarily feel welcomed. And I'll speak about my city. They didn't. They A lot of people don't feel welcome to just come into the black church. And so they won't. And so then it is that we have that segregation of, that's the white church, that's the Spanish church, that's the black church, because it hasn't been a balanced conversation of, you know what, let's all come together. I think the thing with, I know Mike Todd's church was semi-established. I wouldn't say it was fully multicultural because he talks about how they essentially have built it to become that. Um, they pre- I think it's, I'm gonna say something and I might get in trouble with this this live. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other problem is is that Black people preach a catered gospel to Black people. Mike Ta's not preaching a catered gospel to Black people. It's a I'm preaching the gospel. Now, sometimes do we do it right? Sometimes yes. Sometimes do people not agree with how he does it? That's okay. Um, but the reality of it is is he's pushing Christ. And so I think that the problem is is that as Black people we've kind of pushed ourselves away. Where it's like people don't feel like they're welcome it's kind of like the the analogy i gave earlier women sometimes we have to smile sometimes the black church has to smile and say hey y'all are welcome too don't just let it be looked at as a black church y'all can come in and we can you know um we could be friendly i'll say this really lastly before um i wrap it up my father's a pastor and our church for the longest has been looked at as an african church he had to begin to start breaking that norm of, no, we're not just going to sing African songs because then why would people come in? I think a lot of times we have to just look at what we're doing and say, hey, would somebody from the outside come in and feel comfortable if they came here? If not, and let me say this, I'm not saying change up biblical principles, but change up principles that humans have created, which I think Chris kind of said earlier, so that everyone can feel welcome to come in and fellowship together because that's all—that's essentially what it's about. I, like yeah, the- I, I-, I didn't know if I was going to say it or not, but I know for a lot of people, I'm going to speak from my uh, experience, I know it was I guess a culture shock going to a predominantly white church, you know, um, but I became to love it, enjoy it, and adapt to it, you know, I began to sing Hillsong song worship and all those, you know, more I guess,
1: CCL. Yeah Yes. CCL. So
0: CCL. and I know it's different from when a Caucasian person or another race will come to a black church. You know, they're not so in tune with adapting to our music, the way we're preaching no. and it's harder for them, I think. And it wasn't hard for me doing it, you know, their way. But I know for a lot of other races, it's hard to adapt to what we're doing as Black people in the church. It was hard for me be as a Black and person to, be honest, to, coming to a church. I ain't <laughs> never thought was, a day in my life. I'm going <laughs>
2: to be honest with you. Listen, I'm going to be honest and we're going to move on. Because this right here, I'm about to drop the mic. The reason why I think it's hard for a, a lot of other multi, uh, multicultural people to adapt to the Black church to a certain degree, because you know why? Wow. They be all about theatrics. And a performance, yeah. and when you're when you're saying when you're calling yourself a church, and you walk in there and people are hollering and screaming and just speaking in uh, Walmart tongues, and you, know, <laughs> and you don't know what they're saying, and th- it's it's all a performance t- to a certain degree. And I'm not speaking on everybody. Like I said, you know, apply, like I let me, tell, let, me, let me let me hold on. Let me give y'all a disclaimer for the people watching live. If it do not apply, do not reply. Do not hit me in my inbox talking about what man I got. Because the man of God is going to give a nice message right on back. <laughs> See, we 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 move a little different over here non denominational, <laughs> non denominational praise God. But listen, y'all, we're going to ask our final question.
1: Well, hold on. I want to say one thing, though. Uh, there's one thing that got lost in, the, in that whole circuit that we had, which everybody says stuff that I do agree with. But I am going to point out something that I think we did not highlight. The reason why I also said that is because there is a underlying there is a underlying racist tone to that as well, yeah. because most white men and women are not prone to follow a black lead pastor. That's and that's statistically correct. So, even though we have played a part, there are things that we we the black church could do to be more welcoming. Um, that could establish more of a multicultural field. Because um, I agree with you, Alice, the gospel and the the uh, the doctrines of the faith cannot change. The tenets of the faith cannot change. But strategies can always be evolving Yes, um, to get the message out and how to get the message out and how to do it. Um, but I do believe that there is something that needs to be addressed within the body of Christ from white evangelicals about the fact that they still do not believe psychologically that a black man can lead them, not not just carnally, but spiritually as well. And that's another reason why you don't see white people following black pastors, especially white men. Like I said, you will find a church, because people always used to, when I would bring that question up and bring this point up, they always hit me with, the Mike Todd and the John Gray. Mm-hmm. And I would always have and I would always have to hit them with now you're using selective facts because John Gray did not start his church and neither did Mike Todd. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them started that ministry though they, they walked into a ministry that was already semi or or mainly multicultural. Ron Carpenter's church was definitely multicultural before John Gray became the pastor of relentless the mm-hmm. the first church. Yeah. And so so you can't find many Instances where you will see a black pastor have a 40, 30% white uh, congregation when he or she have, has founded the church and has started the church. And so I think a piece of that is based upon what all of us have said, but also there is still an underlying tone of racist ideology psychologically that stops white men, especially, from following a black pastor. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, and I don't believe, because I'm a traditionalist through and through, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I am, I love I love, the, I love all, all the denominations and non-denominations and I can, I think I'm a chameleon, I feel in, feel in where I go. <laughs> but I don't believe in watering down traditional gospel music, uh, traditional preaching uh, of the word, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, just for crossover success. I mm. think the gospel should cross over. Yeah. And if my skin color is stopping you from accepting my ministry, then that is a problem that you have versus a problem that I need to change.
2: And I, I think, and I'm gonna say this, man. I think with the game and everything that we just discussed right now, I think it has definitely um been extremely beneficial i think man um if you're just hopping in definitely watch everything from start to finish um i would mm-hmm. definitely say that man um and and just moving forward i'm gonna just say this i hope that you guys will just continue to follow us man we've had a, an amazing time on the night absolutely and man you dropped some gems some rubies some diamonds Six, I, I don't know what kind of oil god <laughs> gave you but you was in your crisp <laughs> gold Tabasco, girl, you was in your olive ah. oil, oil. You know what I
1: mean? You in- oh my
2: god! And
0: of course, oil. Avocado. Course- it it fry at the highest. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs>
2: and of course, y'all know, y'all know my favorite person in the world, my my co-host, Tavia came with the smiles, came. Yes, with she the, did. The great questions, you know what I'm saying? Came and with, the with the fire. Late, <laughs> Come on, y'all know what it is. So. <laughs> Listen, and then y'all have me. I just came with the little, little spicy lemon pepper question. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, um, man, this is we came to the to the end of our segment, man. But y'all check this out. Y'all make sure y'all follow us. Continue to uh, keep up with up uh, keep up with us, man, and uh, just be on the lookout for our next episode. Um, we look forward to having you guys. Make sure y'all share, like, heart it. And uh, I'm gonna let the table go ahead and c- close us out. And uh, we're just going to see y'all on, on the next go-around, man. And we really appreciate y'all. Really, really, really appreciate
0: y'all. Yes, I agree. Thank y'all so much for joining us again. I know I'm always like, who can I have on the show? And I always just go back to Allison Kelton because I do truly love y'all. I love what y'all are doing. We love y'all too. I love what y'all stand for. And I'm like, it's if it's always Allison Kelton, I'm okay with that. I am. But, right. uh Thank you, guys. Thank you, friends, for tuning in tonight. We love you, as always. Stay tuned for our next episode next week on the Spoken Truth Talk Show. And as always, their description, their follow links to all social media will down, be down in the description below. Love you all, and have a good night.
1: Yo. See you, guys. Good Thank you all for having us.
0: Thank you, guys. sending this energy through a telegram. I mean, what you doing with this? What you mad? are do me. I don't want that energy. <sighs> Y'all, I pretty to stay out of our stuff. Corey was, was pointing at you. I'm pretty sure we all on one. Yeah. <laughs> and Benny was like, okay, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are
1: dangers if we don't honor the word of God.